Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Snow, a.k.a. Young Shoot Your Shot. And to my left, I have the illustrious guest. <laughs> hey, what's going on, y'all? It's KB, uh, a.k.a. Follow me on Twitter, underscore I subtweet, a.k.a. your baby mama's favorite side nigga, a.k.a. the 61 King of the North. What's good, bro? How you living? How you living? Good, man. Good, man. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me again. Oh, uh, no. For sure, for sure. Uh, our, our co-host is running late because, you know, niggas got life shit. So she will be sliding in at some point during this episode. So we ain't forget about her. She's coming, <laughs> and she's coming in with hot takes. I already, I've discussed she's coming in. Oh, hot. God. It's going to be a lot. Um, so uh, first and first, this is the first uh, recording since our live show, and I uh, know she will have her own remarks, but I want to just, again, huge shout out, huge thank you to not only everyone who attended, but everyone who told me they would have attended if, if, if they didn't have work, or they, they could have found a babysitter, if, they, if it was on a weekend, <laughs> if it was every, um, so first of all, huge shout out to y'all, because without the people who actually give a fuck about what we have to say on a week-to-week basis, it took time out of their busy-ass schedules to come talk shit live, is <laughs> amazing, and it's humbling to me. Um, secondly, we want to thank, give a huge shout out to Kula Kula Catering uh, for the food, those soul rolls that you had. Uh, those soul rolls were fire. The soul rolls, the sticky wings, the, um, the, the brown sugar lemonade. We, a huge shout out to you. And also, want to shout out Austin and the good people over at Philateral Sports Bar um, for hosting us um, and, and being accommodating hosts, accommodating guests. Um, just working as well with us throughout the entire thing. As well as we want to thank, um, shout out to our sound guy, Gil, um, for, for coming in out of town to to make sure that the sound was right, not only for the live show, but for the people who missed it. And, and we you know posted the actual live recording that it sounded crispy as cl- and clear as it could be. So I think that's everybody. If I forgot you, charge it to the head, not the heart. We appreciate everybody. Um, thank you. And now, how was your weekend? My weekend was good, man. It was honestly one of the most chill weekends I've had in a while. I know I've been going back and forth. Honestly, I know we, you know, a couple of us in our group have been going back and forth about how we're gonna actually gonna have a weekend in, and it, and it, it never it happens. never happens. <laughs> I, I want I want us to like st- stop lying to ourselves. Yeah, every time we say it, we don't mean it. And, and, and it's one of those things. Where I was like, so. Alex, and she'll be able to defend herself. So let's, let's not talk about her back because she'll be able to defend herself. <laughs> it's on wax. It's on wax. Um, <laughs> after Because we celebrated her birthday for like, I feel like a week and a half, yeah, it was like a, It was like a month. Right? Okay, first of all, most women, we got to talk about how long y'all extend your birthday celebrations. We got to talk about this. And how long you want to extend these birthday clauses over uh, the people who celebrate their birthday with you. Like, 
because <laughs> Alex's birthday is on April 3rd. By the time you hear this, it will be April 12th, maybe? I don't know. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. We've been celebrating Alex's birthday since like the middle of March, I feel like. I swear to God. And it's like, my body's tired. I don't even want to drink anymore. And like, we made a promise to ourselves that we weren't going to drink to Broccoli Fest, and that failed. I had a bottle of wine last night. That I definitely was drunk at Orange Soda. Um, and I definitely was, I was almost drunk by Saturday, but I had to drive home. So I was like, you know what? Let's probably not drunk drive from Columbus to, to Cincinnati. It's probably for the best. You know? Glad you decided to stay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and so my body's tired. Um, but so it was, shout out to, shout out to, um, or the Orange Soda group for another event. Um, Shout out! I, I went up there and support support the homie DJ Bandcamp. It was first, it was his first uh, time for doing uh, doing Orange Soda as a DJ set, and I heard it was lit, fam. As someone like, I wish I could DJ, but I know I just I don't have the time to like actually learn, learn how yeah. to mix shit and the timing of things and that, and the money to get all the proper equipment. But I feel like I'm well-versed enough in music to know the difference between a good DJ, a bad DJ, and a great DJ. Yeah. That nigga Bandcamp and... and <laughs> that, that nigga Bandcamp. That nigga Bandcamp. <laughs> when I tell you he got into his bag... Yeah, because he usually do. But, like, I know him, so I know I, I know when he decides to get to his bag bag. Like, he's okay. like, when he's like... If it, it felt like that nigga was DJing... To, to prove something to somebody. <laughs> he had a he had a show Columbus. He had a show Columbus. Like, hey, nigga, like, just in case y'all, because some <laughs> people, niggas some forgot. people, because niggas like to hate on niggas. Let's be honest, niggas like to hate on niggas. Honestly, and and Bandcamp has a long list of like, he has more titles after his name than like Danny does in Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all the official DJs, all the like, you know, the things that he was done. And so some people be trying to throw shade on him because, you know. He's successful. He's successful. But that nigga show, like, no, there's a reason that these niggas have chosen me. Yeah. <laughs> to be this. I mean, the Pacers alone. <laughs> the Pacers, uh, made that music group. Are you serious? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Omarion and um, Staley, uh, he's the official DJs for. Um, I ain't going to go across this nigga resume because I almost made him sound like a groupie. But just know that nigga. <laughs> That nigga's doing his thing. He's doing the thing thing. And he came in with something to prove because, you know, he had to get in that bag, bro. That last 25 minutes of his set, he went to the I Miss the Old Kanye bag. Oh, man. Boy, took took niggas to church. Um, Shout out to uh, Don't Fret. Shout out to... Gianni. Shout out to Reva. Shout out to Reva. Shout out to Don't Fret. Um, shout out to Burn, as always, for coding it down to It's Always Love. And then... Um, Went to the Tacma Against the World pop up on Had Saturday. To. Had to, bro. I, I need, bro. I've been wanting a Ohio Against the World hoodie for so long. <laughs> I don't know why I procrastinated so hard and getting one, but like when they, when like when y'all said the day was coming, I had to go get it. And it was like I, pull, I pulled up, bro, and it was like, and it got the little the little Tacma T on it. Yeah, you know, like and, um, shout out to uh, shout out to Ray because Ray is kind of like the brains behind the operation on a lot of shit that y'all see with. That was the that was the girl in the shop. Yeah, shout out to okay. her. Shout out so. to her. Um, you know, we giving people f- flowers while they can still smell them because encouragement and acknowledgement is real. And even though I'm still not truly over the Nipsey Hustle death, I'm I'm better. It, it still hurts. It still hurts. But 
I want to make sure that we give appreciation for people while they're still living, and it doesn't take them not living anymore for us to list off their accomplishments and list off all the good things that they mm-hmm. have done. So shout out to Ray um, for just being a plug, being, <laughs> being, being uh, just the brands behind the operation on a lot of your favorites brand operation and for the fact that I was the first nigga that in Cincinnati to have that hoodie because everybody else that ordered right. online the shit ain't shipped yet so alright now niggas now niggas just want clout alright clout chasing clout. ass niggas oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man but um I let, my weekend besides that was this up and down um a lot of weird things going on um I'm not gonna get into too much detail but just pray for my family uh okay. we got some got some health issues some serious health issues in regards to that, so if if I if, if you see me and I'm a little less happy, it's not you, it's me, honestly. And and don't take and that's why I don't talk. I mean, I, I don't like talking to niggas when I'm mad because I if I say something I regret, you gonna take it some type of way. Yeah, I don't like talking to someone, so that's why I shut the fuck up. And then people be like, "Why are you shutting the fuck up?" Because I, I don't want to say something that isn't that you don't deserve. You don't deserve. But then. They keep prodding and poking and want you to come out, want you to open up. Like, no, I'm really trying to spare you right now. Like, <laughs> like, like let I, me help you. <laughs> help me help you. I promise you, you don't want me to say what's on my mind right now. Because the chopper is loaded. I'm flicking the safety. So. Like, be all right. But, um, so first topic that we're going to get into, you have anything else about your weekend? You said it was pretty chill. Yeah, it was pretty chill. I mean, I, besides that Friday, I just kind of chilled, worked a little bit. Saturday, you know what I'm saying? You already know we went to the... Right. Got up early, went to the day party, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Fellowship with the friends. Shout out to the uh, cult, man. Shout out to the uh, Columbus Uniting Leaders tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know what I made the acronym. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You just got to say. You know, I really just. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't even know if it's actual acronym. That sounds about right. I, I think I freestyled that bitch. I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like it's accurate. Um, if not, we're just going to rock with that. We're going to rock with that. <laughs> but shout out to all my Columbus people. Y'all know I love y'all. Um, also, by, by the time you're hearing this, winter will be here, nigga. They pulling up. Winter they pulling here. up they crazy. Pulling up with the Yapperoni and the Scope Diddly, nigga. Bruh. Game of Thrones is premiering Sunday, nigga. And I'm all caught up, so I get the last tweet and talk shit with y'all on the timeline. We having a Game of Thrones watch party. Oh, no. at the Well, not my crib. At, at, at one of our friends' cribs now. Yeah, but yeah and like, I, listen, and, and that's in Columbus, Cincinnati. If y'all got the Game of Thrones watch party, let me know. I'm pulling up. But also, I need y'all to know that we shutting the fuck up during Game of Thrones. Like, we kick it, talk. Yeah, there's no talking. Shutting the fuck up. No, none. Because even though I will, I'm going to watch the episode over multiple times before, but I need y'all to shut the fuck up because it's my first time seeing the shit live. Like, and not... <laughs> and real, not real time. Real time and not... It's going to be commercials, nigga. Bro, nigga, what? Like, <laughs> so I just need everybody to understand that, like... From it, it is just come on a narrative. Uh, I think it's eight. Really? Yeah. Okay. So from eight o'clock, from seven fifty-five to nine thirty, don't call me. I'm don't, putting my phone on don't disturb. Don't text me if you see me tweet and not respond to your text message. Mind your damn business. Unless you are dying and I can actually help you, do not call. <laughs> That's me. important. Because if you're dying, if there's but, nothing I can do. Don't call me. Don't call me. <laughs> I am busy. I am busy, and I'm trying to figure out who the fuck is going to sit on this Iron Throne when the shit's over. I got my money on the nigga with White Walkers and Ice Dragon, personally. As much as I would like the Night King to win just because that nigga hard, it's going to be Tyrion, bro. 
That's hot take is gonna be Tyrion. I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do to secure that spot, but hot it's take, gonna happen. Hot take, he, he, my hot take, my hot take is he dies early. Damn, we can't kill Tyrion. I don't want him. I don't want because Tyrion is like top five characters for me. Yeah, well, that's probably why he's gonna die. Honestly, you hear me? <laughs> that's probably why he's you hear gonna me? die. Because like niggas can't have happy shit. Like I'm already pre preparing myself for when Hodor shows up as a goddamn White Walker and I want to fight everybody. Dog, no. He's gonna show up as a fucking White Walker and I want to fight everybody. I'm, I'm, we I'm, we we can't kill Hodor twice. It's going, bro. It's going to happen. Think of the most fucked up shit that they could do, and they're probably going to do it. First of all, most we know Danny and both both Danny and John ain't going to make it. They yeah, one of them has to die. One of them going to die off. My the money's strength. on on Danny because John already died once. So see, my money's on John sacrificing himself for like the greater good type shit. And he he probably gonna come back again. Some fuck shit gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna be the Lord of Light. It's gonna bring that nigga back again. <laughs> Ask me how I know. <laughs> it's me. <surprise. laughs> It's me, your boy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Cersei's dead as fuck. I'm surprised. That, I'm surprised. Cersei's... I'm not gonna front. I would kind of like to see Cersei alive. Cersei's gonna die. She oh. brings a lot of like maniacal, like uh, just maniacal content to the whole yeah, show. Yeah. Like she's the whole antagonist. Here's the thing: Cersei gonna die because they're gonna give us a little bit of a like a a positive crumb. Cause it's like Cersei gonna get hers. She gonna do one good thing and then get axed. And hey, hot take on who's gonna kill her? Jamie. Jamie, for sure, for sure. Jamie gonna get her. But yeah, um, so also, cause I be seeing, I be seeing a lot of niggas who like are proud to not like Game of Thrones, and I want to know why. Y'all, why are y'all niggas weird? I don't get it. Cause that shit literally doesn't make sense. Like you see a group of people literally just enjoying something. You're like, oh, I hate that shit. I'm better than y'all. But what? a lot of these niggas, their only personality trait is not liking shit other niggas like. Like, that's their personality trait. Just let niggas enjoy things. Like, <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all, y'all tweeting about the NBA? <laughs> Couldn't be me. My, y'all watching the Empire? I'm trying to build one. Bitch, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> your empire can't be the fries at McDonald's, nigga. Like, <sighs> Damn. Or, or, or y'all, y'all watching Power? I'm trying to beat Empire. No, nigga, shut up. Shut up. Just let niggas enjoy things. That's it. And, and, and it's one of those things where it's like, I, and it took me a while because, like, again, I think I've talked about this a little bit. I tried to watch it, like, 2015, 2016-ish, mm-hmm. but I, I couldn't get through, like, the first four episodes. Those like, first four are tough. I'm not going to lie. They are. It took, it took me a, probably the same amount of time it took you to get through them because... I fell asleep. I got bored. I started texting. Yeah, I did everything like, but pay attention because it's like, what the fuck is what the like? What the fuck is when is it? Especially because like niggas hype you up that this is like the greatest show ever, and you're like watching the first episode. When does this shit get lit? Yeah, and and you and the one thing I will say about Game of Thrones, it's wild that niggas tell you to get through whole season first. It is. <laughs> like but niggas it, say like not a couple. If you get through the first get, season, just get just muscle through that first season, and then you'll thank everyone when you're done. And but it's true. It is. It's true as fuck. Like season two started off, and niggas got litty early. Early. Well, I mean, it, they they, they kind of sparked it off at the end of season one That's when bro- that when they asked my nigga Ned. R.I.P. to my nigga Ned, man. All my all my nigga did was try to be honorable. You know what's crazy? This probably translates to real life though. Like. A lot of people in this show get killed for being real niggas. That is real life. That, like, that, there's <laughs> J- no... John, 
he got stabbed eight times for being a real nigga. <laughs> like, Bro, he, he even said, um, I, try, I did what I thought was right, and they murdered me for and it. they murdered and, me. And that's not the line to describe how stark, I don't know what. Man, <laughs> they be getting got for trying to be good people. Bro, it's like the only, only time that you could have really fought them niggas was Caitlyn letting go of uh, Jamie. Oh, yeah, she had to catch hands for that. And she still got to catch hands for that, kind of, I think. I mean, she did now. She did. So she yeah. can't catch hands no more. <laughs> she died. Yeah. But, um, and then, um, Rob for just not for marrying old girl instead of like marrying one of the Frey girls. I'm not going to lie. Rob deserved to die. That was dumb. That was dumb as fuck. Especially because you could have just kept Tully's hands aside. Bro, that's what I'm saying. All these people, we got all these side chicks, all these bastards. Look at, look at motherfucking Rob. Uh, Baratheon, Robert Baratheon. All right, twenty, ba- 20 bastards. Bro, you had to just you had to keep her. You could have had hella wives. Could have. She could have been your Monday wife. But yeah, you want to fall in love like a dumbass. And his girl wasn't that bad. And the, actually, the the girl that ended up getting married, the Frey girl was Loki better. You think so? It was it was, it was close enough. That uh, I wouldn't have risked getting killed over it. I mean, I'm not. Never mind. But. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Watch yourself. Cause. Yeah. But um, yeah, so let niggas enjoy things, I think, is is the overarching theme here. Um and don't complain when you see niggas tweet about Game of Thrones on Sunday. You ever you know what's up, nigga. So if you're gonna complain about niggas tweeting about Game of Thrones, just get mm-hmm. off Twitter. Um Wait, also Avengers up- Endgame is coming. Um Oh, and we got tickets. We got tickets to the Friday show. Got so it. niggas better not ruin that shit on Thursday. Oh no, I think I got to die for so one day. I'm I literally might just delete Twitter off my phone. <laughs> just for like it's only gonna be like eight hours. It's gonna be that long. Yeah. We'll be all right. And we're gonna be and we, we gonna be in yeah. DC. We'll be entertained. We'll need Twitter. That's because if a nigga spoils Avengers, I'm okay. gonna be pissed. We gotta fight. I don't care where you are in the country. You spoil game of you spoil that shit for me. We have to fight. Whenever I see you. Whenever again. I see you. It's on site. No words. On site. On site. It could be three or four years down the road. We could be cool. I'm like, you know what? Bow. Went to the ribs. You know why? He spoiled, game. he spoiled that shit for me. He spoiled Avengers for me. You raggedy bitch. Yeah. Nah, I can't go. Can't go. Um, And also, why do y'all see? A lot of y'all niggas get hype over spoiling shit for people, too. Which, people enjoy that shit. Which I will never understand. I'm like, fam. Because generally the rule is like. Give niggas opening weekend? At least a weekend. That's the common courtesy. Give us a, the three-day three rule. Three days. Wait, is it three days or until the weekend? Because most movies come out on like a, what, I would like, say, like a Thursday or Wednesday. Give niggas a weekend. So if like, give niggas until Monday. So Because okay. a lot of shit comes out like Thursday now. Yeah. Right, Thursday. Give niggas until Monday. Because if niggas um, wanted to see it and not wanted to be spoiled, they'll go see it that weekend. Some, somehow, some way. Uh, yeah. But, Give niggas a weekend. But I mean, that's probably the bare minimum statute of, limit, statute of limitations on that is, is that three days. Give niggas, give niggas once, till Monday. Once you get past that, I'm not responsible for anything. I put on the timeline, anything I talk about. If it's been a week later from the shit came out, I don't want to hear nothing. You had all the time. And I don't hear I had to work. I want to hear I got kids. I don't want to hear any of that. You could have took the kids. It's PG-13. Get that baby some Benadryl. It'd be all right. <laughs> You, you can't commit to drugging babies. You can't admit to drugging babies all, all wax. This is why I don't have children, probably. You <laughs> can't admit to doing it. But no, nah, like, if give niggas until Monday, and after Monday, then it's kind of like 
you knew you if you ain't see it by Monday, if you was one of them cheap niggas trying to wait for the Tuesday discount, it's on you. It's on you. But yeah, we seen it Friday matinee style, cause yeah, it's like afternoon too. Yeah, yeah, cause niggas ain't niggas ain't nothing to do. These got we, we. I mean, we got things to do Friday night. We gotta get active in DC. So oh yeah, um, shout out to Eric. if y'all if you listening to this and you live in DC, highlight your boys. We will be there for Broccoli hey, City. Um, we we, I can't we wait. We'll be there for Broccoli City. Um, I love DC. I love DC. Mark, hey, I'm glad this is, this is being recorded because by no hold on by twenty twenty four, I'm moving back to DC. Some way, somehow, I'm moving back. See, the problem for me is, like, the Midwest and Ohio and Cincinnati in general spoiled me on cost of living, right? Oh, yeah. Because it's like, D.C. ain't cheap at all. By any means. Especially if you want to live anywhere close to, like, the functions. Or comfortable. <laughs> or, or if you want to live in anything that's, like, not a closet. <laughs> yeah. Ain't cheap at all. I remember my niggas, uh, shout out my niggas now. <laughs> so, Cause he came, he was, he moved down there, and he um he was like, how he asked he asked me was like how much is it how much uh should I like set the price for like apartment hunting I, like thinking about fifteen hundred niggas laughed at him. I mean he's not wrong though that's that's fairly accurate. No, no I'm talking about like he was like fifteen hundred was like the top for him niggas was like <laughs> oh niggas laughed because it was yeah. like fam if you for what you want. Yeah, probably not for what you want. I mean, when I was down there, I I lived in Northern Virginia. I was maybe 20, 30 minutes mm-hmm. from D.C. I had a one-bedroom apartment. My apartment cost me eleven fifty a month. For one bedroom? One bedroom. I'm not even in D.C. I'm, like I said, I'm about 20. I'm about, I'm about 35 minutes from D.C. So for, for, for my Cincinnati people, that's the equivalent of living in, like, Westchester. Or like mm. for my Columbus folks, it's like they're living in like Dublin. Yeah, it's fairly accurate. Yep. Because remember when we used to see old boy on the, <laughs> and he lived in Dublin, and we was all everybody, everybody was mad as hell every time I had to go out there. Like, yeah, damn it, I was not. I it had to be a function to go out there. It had to be a a solid reason in a a couple of us. I wasn't just lying to Dublin. Just nah. That's how, that's how I felt because I used to live. I used to live in Middletown, coming here, and I was like, used to tell niggas like, look, I need to move after the move. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to happy hour. And then what, nigga? Right. Is there another move? No? Okay, I'm staying here. Yeah, or or if I would work downtown, and I was like, look, if y'all niggas let me get past the, uh, let me get past Ronald Reagan. <laughs> to the crib. <laughs> to the crib. And I come back. And I'm, if I like you, I may stretch it to 275. If you let me get past 275, I'm not coming back. Right. Nigga, Oprah be, could come down and say, like, we're giving away money. If I'm already past 275, I'm like, you know what? I got chocolate. It wasn't meant for me. Who? That, you don't want that money then. Shit. I'm, I'm taking Oprah money. But, like, that's how serious it is. I'm like, look, fam, like, if you'd let me get past too much far north, I'm not doubling back, go down <laughs> south. Because a lot of y'all niggas ain't opening up your couches either. <laughs> but, um, Broccoli City Fest is going to be so much fun. I'm sorry that the Something in the Water Festival is like the same weekend. Because that festival is crazy. It looks crazy. I yeah. mean, if how ambitious niggas trying to be? I mean, nigga, that's four hours of ambition between DC and Virginia Beach. I mean, we already driving five. Oh yeah, that's like doubling the trip just to go back to the city the next day. Nah, that's not gonna work. Yeah, it's like 
Because because from Columbus to D.C. is what, six? Yeah, about six and a half. So, yeah, you're pretty much two-thirds. Yeah. Just for, mm-mm. And then we got to buy an air ticket. Yep. And that's the last day that we're there. We already had a full weekend in D.C. And then we got to go, then we got to drive? Nah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how the ambition is. That, nah. Yeah, nah. Like, I love you for real, but you you wilder. Who, you, who, who, who are you looking forward to seeing most? Um... Gambino, I want to say a Gambino live show. That's a crowd favorite. Um, Black or Six or Six Lack. <laughs> Six Lack. Um, is Wayne? I think Wayne's performing. Yeah, definitely. Wayne, LMA, Little Baby. The person I'm looking forward to see the least is LMA. Bruh, hold on. I was on Twitter today, and I don't know if you, if you follow Trav. That nigga. Bruh, why did he say she looks like Pete Davidson? <laughs> she does. And they put the side to side, and you can't unsee it. I can't unsee it now. I was weak for a good 10 minutes, bro. Because I I'm like, who the hell is Pete Davis? I had to Google this man. I'm like, bro, <laughs> come on, man. You I have me- a wild nigga. I don't know why y'all give that nigga, like, attention on Twitter. He just does it to piss y'all off. And it works. And it works. <laughs> Every time. Like, when he did that shit on the Avengers Endgame poster, and maybe made a whole thing piece about it. He's He's doing trolling right. He is. Like... Hey Trav, I don't know if you listen to this, but I'm gonna send you the link so you hear this. You should t- you should teach classes on how to effectively troll niggas. I promise you, you would get some people to sign the fuck up. He's probably monetizing his trolling too. I need uh, to, I need to learn how to do that. Easy, because why let why why let people piss you off for free when you can get, get paid. paid to piss other people off? Troll it's, kings. It's, it's, I stand. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> city boys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm not looking forward to LMA because LMA is like paint drying personified as far as a perfor- as far as like her performance and her personality. And plus, if she does them goddamn monologues after every song like she does in the album, I'm gonna want to fight. I appreciated the creative direction she was trying to take with that, but that that wasn't it. Because it's like it's like a, a sleepy time voice, like M stands for. And like, and because of like the British accent, plus like she's like monotone. It's like, yeah, it doesn't. It's not it. It don't work for her. Now, if Cardi did that shit, <laughs> it'd be ratchet, and we would love it. Because <laughs> Cardi would be like, C stands for cutting these niggas. <laughs> like, all right, but um, shit, I'm excited to see Corday. Why and be Corday? As far as like the the young niggas coming up right now, he's definitely one of my favorites. So I'm shit, looking forward to seeing him live. But he he's gonna come he's gonna come on Matt early. But shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to uh uh Almighty J. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that whole shout out, shout out to that whole clip. Um, I just hope knock on wood. I just hope it doesn't rain in DC. I mean, looking at the trends, bro, it rains every single year. I bet this is gonna be my third broccoli fest. It's rained every year, and even talking to some DC natives, they say, yeah, you can just count on the rain. I'm hoping it doesn't, but I'm gonna be prepared. Niggas so, gonna, niggas gonna be in ponchos. Like, I have my raincoat. Ready to go, boy. Because it, because it, it rains. It rains Saturday of Derby weekend every time too. I went to Derby last two years. It'd be sunny as hell Friday, Sunday, Thursday, but Saturday it be coming down. Rain, like nigga, like. But um, speaking of things popping up out of nowhere, um, so have you ever accidentally got into a relationship? I fucked myself and I fucked my way into a relationship. Does that count? Yeah, cause uh, cause it wasn't the intention. It wasn't whatsoever. It, is it messy for, for me to ask how? 
to ask how did that happen? Or like, 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 like how uh, did that? Is, is that messy? Because again, I ain't trying to get you jammed up. No, I, I think I can. I think I can work around it. All right, cool. Again, if you get yourself jammed up, it's not on me. I know, I know, I know. So I got to make sure I'm thinking about this meticulously. All right. Um, how it happened. So, I mean, honestly, like, we had set a date, you know what I'm saying, to like a, like a formal date to actually go out, you know what I'm saying, get food, enjoy each other's right. company, get to know each other, because we didn't really know each other for real. Right. So, um, unfortunately... We couldn't go on that date for unforeseen reasons, but we're still able to link up. Life, life shit happens. Yeah, life happens. You know what I'm saying? But we're still able to link up afterwards um, for drinks. So, but it was at her crib. Right. So she invited me over. We, you know, we came over. I mean, I came over. We chopped it up. You know what I'm saying? Had a couple of drinks, whatever. And I mean, long story short, it ended up happening that first night, right? Mm-hmm. It happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're grown. Yeah. We're grown. You know what I'm saying? The vibes, right? Y'all start, you know what I'm saying? You recognize your chemistry is meshing well. So it's going to happen. So, I mean, we started um, engaging in sexual relations pretty often. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, Double back. Had to. And by the way, niggas, if the easiest way to know if your sex is trash is that she ain't hit you with the double back. If she don't initiate it, you probably need to reevaluate some things. Like, because, it, because people slut shame women so much that, that women, if they find, like, good quality penis... But they can recycle without adding to that mythical body count. <laughs> mythical. <laughs> Cause you know, you know what I'm saying? Real niggas just don't fuck nobody that's gonna be in my wedding. <laughs> or if you do, tell me. But like, don't fuck nobody that's gonna be like in like a like a group. Yeah, it might, yeah. They might be invited because you know, cities be cities, but don't fuck nobody's gonna be in the wedding party. Right. I have a very short list of friends that if you engage with, I can't rock with you. I just I just can't. And every you know and every nigga has that short list, and also women y'all have that short list too. They do, but actually y'all list is longer, and it's, it doesn't need to be because it's, it's, it's women which y'all don't even really like like that. Exactly, it's women that y'all meet in the bathroom that, that y'all just get become friends. Well, speaking, speaking of women, make friends so easy. That's the first thing they click up and become friends on the easiest shit. They will. I've seen women bond over their mutual hatred of men. Like, oh, you man bash on the timeline too, sis. Hey, I see you. <laughs> and you're like, and, and me, being the observant nigga that I am, I'm just looking like, that's crazy. Shout out to the gatekeepers. Shout out to the gatekeepers. <laughs> but the Keepers of the code. Uh, but yeah, women becomes friends very quickly. Yeah. and But I feel like niggas are a lot more just acquaintances. Like, yeah. if I, I have plenty of niggas I see in the club, I dap up, I say, oh, what's up to? Yeah. But if my tire's flat, I'm not going to call that nigga. Yeah, like, we're not friends. We're not like, friends. We like, know each other. We know who each other. We know we're aware of each other's existence, but we're not friends. Like, it's not one of them niggas that, you, that if you watching the game, you're going like, hey, you want to come over and watch the game? No. Nah. I see you out in public when, when alcohol's involved. <laughs> we're not friends. Women, on the other hand, and again, this is not slander. <sighs> this is facts. It's not slander if it's true. Y'all make friends quick. Quick. And like, that becomes your bestie and then she's suddenly off limits. Or the better thing is, I didn't, when I fucked her, she wasn't your bestie, but now she is your bestie. And now you feel some type of way towards me because I allegedly fucked your bestie. And that doesn't make sense. Because that's like double jeopardy. That's like retroactively punishing me for some shit I didn't know about. Exactly. I didn't even know you existed when I was engaging with her. So if you can't hold that against me, you know, especially if we had our, me and Shorty A had our time. Right. Time with Shorty A ends. 
Before you? Before I even get to you, time goes down the line, and then I meet you, and then find out that y'all are friends, or y'all become friends after we start to engage, you can't hold that against me. Not admissible in the court of law. I'm not going. Yeah, that's definitely getting thrown out. And and, and that's definitely getting thrown out. But so continue on. So you, oh, you yeah, have, yeah. You have recent, you have frequent so, sexual relations. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? We uh, double back. Uh, started having, you know, sex pretty pretty often. Um, and you know how this goes. Like, after that fourth, fifth, <laughs> sixth, seventh, eighth time, you know what I'm saying? You start to switch it up a little bit. You know right. what I'm saying? Do different things. Maybe condoms come off. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, you start to engage a little deeper into right. that sex thing. Like, oh, let me, let me figure out what else I can do. Exactly. And so then from there, um, one day she, you know what I'm saying, hit me on, on, on the text like, all right, just so you know, you're my boyfriend now. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait, 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 Man, wait, 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 wait. What the fuck? And, like, I mean, I guess I, I kind of played into it a little bit because, you know, we had the whole sexual exclusive, exclusivity talk. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what I'm saying, we both agreed to be the only person we're having sex with. Cool. You know, no problem whatsoever. Right. But then, you know what I'm saying, like, I've already given you the sole pro- uh, proprietorship of my penis. Now you want my heart. That's a whole different conversation. It really is. It's a whole different conversation. It comes with a whole bunch of different variables, aspects we got to discuss. Like, nah, you can't just hit somebody with that. Like, Because, like, for me, so, mind you, I've, I ain't been in a publicly exclusive relationship in years because mm-hmm. shit just don't work out. I, I'm pre- okay, I'm pretty sure, like, I don't I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I mean, like, like, the next one I'm into, <laughs> I'm going to have to, like, retrain everything like a kid trying to learn how to ride a bike again. Shit's going to be wild. But I've had had people who was like, um, yeah, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to hide us anymore. And I'm like, time out, time out. Are we, are we hiding? Like, are we, I thought we were just low key. Or are we being private? I thought we were being private. I thought we, I thought we were being low key. And this is when I wish Alex would come in. And we gonna ask her this when she, if she comes she in. She might be close. For real, she but, should be close. You know what I'm saying? Because I need, we need a woman's opinion. Because I feel like we think similarly. Because I'm like. We do. Because I'm like, I, I remember getting a text message and I'm like, I didn't think we were hiding each other. I just thought we were being low key, like we mm-hmm. had discussed previously. And comma, what is this us that we're talking about? Huh? I don't remember. <laughs> talking about we? Oh, you speak French now. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to be like? I don't remember us having that exclusivity discussion. Like. Hell, like, and this is this happened like a couple years ago. I'm just like, I don't remember having this exclusivity, yeah, discussion. When did when did this become us? And you and you're like confused, and you're sitting there like, how the fuck did I get myself into this? And the worst part is, like, as a man, there's only really two plausible options from that point. When she just throws the oh, we're a unit now. I even got to go with her, break up. Exactly. It's either it's gonna be us or it's none, all or nothing. Oh, look who it is. Oh. Oh, oh, never mind. She's leaving. No, she got she gotta get her. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, we're going. Well, our good co-host has joined us. Hey Allie. Hey Saints, hey Sinners. It's your girl Allie Nicole. Pros and the hoes. Pros and the hoes. You know, I'm tired, y'all. Some, so. some, sometimes the hoes can be pros. Your favorite little shit talker. That little baby who's actually getting it right. The soft ass little baby. Okay. You know, I'm tired, y'all. <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted. 
And today is one of the days where I know I don't get paid enough. I just know. I know I had that today. I wanted to fight everybody. I'm like, I know I don't get paid enough for this shit. So it's fine. They're they going to learn today. <laughs> if they know like I know, they better get shape up and ship out. <laughs> if they know like I know. Well, so um, I'll give you the question. So okay. It's, it's a two-part question. So the first part is. You coming in hot, huh, Cal? Well, you know, we, we've we been with the shits, and now it's time yeah, to... Yeah, we'll get into it. You can't ride to the, 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 like, right to the thick of things. Well, thank you for joining us, KB. I'm glad to be here. Always, always glad to be here. Thank I would, you. you know, you got your pippin' when Jordan couldn't be in the room. It's fine. Oh. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Uh, so does that, does that make me Phil Jackson? Bitch players sucking my stutters. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> As long as that means I'm Phil Jackson, man. That means I got 11, I got 11 rings. So I'm here for it. Cool. Um, so question, two-part question. The first part is, have you ever accidentally gotten into a relationship? That's the first part. Go ahead. Answer. Yeah. And then I woke up. It was one of those things where it was like, all right, I'm talking to someone, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking, ain't talking. And then, like, I looked up and my hose disappeared. Like Alibaba. Like, I woke like, up. Like, like Genie. Like. And I was just like... So, and like, you know how you got to make sure you got to end with somebody? Like, you, they're still available to you. Mm-hmm. So, I set up the hey, big head. And got nothing. And they were just like, oh, I thought she was booed up. And I was like, okay. Mm. So, it actually happened recently, which is funny. It is hilarious. So, um, I was on, like, not even on and off again. Like, it was always like, he would hit me up to go do something, and I was busy, or I spent him, or whatever. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Whatever, typical Alex shit. Right. And, and, then, and, if, and to the king, if you're listening, love yourself, king. Love yourself. Cause want, want more. Want more for yourself. And because I have been on the other side of that where you're like, you're trying to be a good person. I didn't mean to come at you. This is, this is really, you're just a person that triggered this thought. So don't, wow. don't act like you're innocent. Shut the fuck wow. up. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. That's a- every fuck nigga ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody says wow more than a nigga that got accused of some shit he actually did. Exactly. Like what? What? <laughs> That's, That's crazy. crazy. Anyway. All right. Yeah, All right. But um, but I've been on the other side where you you're trying to do it right. You're trying to like, especially because it's it's always somebody who always treats it like how she just wants somebody to like be real and come correct. You like? See, I never preach that. Come as you are. I'm like the Baptist church. Sometimes correcting what you got. Like, I didn't correct what you got. But I'm sometimes here. Sometimes you, you know can't, what I'm saying? But I'm Sometimes you can't come in the suit. Sometimes you got to come in the polo and the jeans. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you don't, you don't have a press button now. You got this white tee and these motherfucking joggers. Like, sometimes you ain't got a Bible. You ain't even got the Bible app. Sometimes you're just Sometimes you're just, you're just listening. You absorb it and you're taking it in. You know what I'm saying? I understand those. I That's kind of currently where I am. I don't have it all together right now. So, like, the man that I'm dating has to understand that. Like, this is a work in progress, baby. You're going to cry in this Nissan right now. <laughs> for right crying now. Crying in the Nissan's crazy. We're going to cry in Cocaine Cruise for right now. Crying in the Cocaine Cruise is wild. But the Phantom is coming. <laughs> I just need you to work. It's, it's in the mail. It's in the mail. <laughs> it's, it's on the road. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, Carvana has got it on layaway. <laughs> a long-term layaway. <laughs> but you know what? We gonna get there. It's okay. kind of, you know what I mean. Eventually. So just be patient with me, little daddy. We gonna get so, there like a UPS package. This ain't got no tracking on it, baby. I don't know when the hell we gonna arrive. Even if UPS, <laughs> 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 UPS will just be like, "Yo, yeah, we dropped our shit off like an hour ago." 
And you be like, when, when, nigga? When did you deliver it? You wasn't gonna tell me? Right. <laughs> like, your shit's on the porch, like, right now. Do you it's know where I live, nigga? Like, like I, nigga, the J's out the door. Like, I promise it's not there. I promise <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not there. But thank you. So, anyway, so he hit me up and then he had texted me happy birthday. I text back, thank you. Happy birthday is always with niggas try, love trying to whistle in on your on the birthday. Founders Day, Charter Day. All the days. Every day. Mother's Day is my favorite, though, because they be trying it. Like, I'm so proud of you and, and, and the mother that you become. Look at that single black woman out here doing her thing. You know how many single black women <laughs> texts I get? Nigga, all first verse. <laughs> Come on, Lord Lux. Nigga, all first verse. That's, it's my favorite holiday. Because then the cash house rolling. Go, on, not you go ahead and take kiddo out? I know you. But see, me and my baby daddy are always opposite. I He takes the kids on Mother's Day, so I get the day off. And then I take the kids on Father's Day, so he gets the day off. Makes sense. So, it actually makes sense. Yeah, it does. Because who the fuck wants their kids on Mother's Day? That, my mama doesn't even want to see me. That, that see them every day. You know what I'm saying? My mama don't want to see me on no, Mother's my, Day. My, my mom wants to see me on Mother's Day, but we don't see each other like that. So. Nah. Nah, my mother. No, my, me and my mother have lived together in years, and she don't want to see me. As a matter of fact, I tried to pull up on her. Her birthday was on Sunday. I tried to pull up on my mama for her birthday. You know she curbed me. She only bought it when she was her day. She don't. I wonder where you got that from, huh? That's crazy. You got it honest. You got it honest. Curbing niggas does run in the family. So anyway, speaking of which, so let me finish this story. So he hit me up. Happy birthday. I said thank you. And then a couple days later, like no, maybe like. My birthday's on Wednesday. He hit me up that, like, Sunday, Monday, I mm-hmm. think. Like, oh, damn, I guess my fade game wasn't strong enough. I hope, like... I guess my fade game wasn't strong enough? What do you be... These niggas be going Marvin's room. Well, he used to cut my hair, too. Like, back in the day. Like, uh, way, like, years ago. So See, this is why, see, this is why like, you, you can't fuck your barber. I did not fuck him. That's the thing. This is why this is coming. Yeah, I'm like, you can't fuck I didn't. Barber. Like, okay, we grew up on the same street. Mm-hmm. And, like, when my barber's unavailable, I would let him line up my undercut. So that was that kind of thing. And that's only if I was going out and I needed it type shit. And I knew he'd just be there. It's like having a food nigga for hair. You're just there when I need you to be. That's a wild statement. That's crazy. <laughs> that's I hope he hears it. <laughs> That's a wild statement. That's wild. <laughs> Be a fool, nigga, for right, haircuts. He ain't even charge you for it, did he? Of course not. Damn. Damn. My current barber doesn't charge me for haircuts, and I'm not fucking him either. I've just been going to him for years. Must be nice. He'll hit me up like, "Oh yeah, you got that twenty for kiddo?" Like weeks after he's already cut his hair. Ain't pretty pretty privileged some bullshit. It's fucking wild, bro. It's actually... Well, I did pay for this last haircut because it was last minute or whatever, and it wasn't what he was supposed to charge me. But thank you for calling me pretty. Anyways. So, yeah, but no, like, that... that I actually, like... It was one of those things where I woke up in a relationship. Like, all my hoes were gone. Like, he was the only person I found myself wanting to spend time with. Like, the fact that I realized my hoes were, were gone and I didn't care... That's, that's when you knew. I was like, yeah. And then when I feel like what checks me is I have to make sure, like, the thirst is mutual. Like, I have to make sure that, like, okay, if if all my hoes are gone, where are yours? Because hoes are hard to get rid of. They're like roaches in the hood. Or like crackheads. You cut the lights on and you're like, okay, wait. You cut the lights back off and you're still searching. You know what I mean? Like, you got to make sure. Or bed bugs. Hoes are like bed bugs. You go to bed and they still biting. Anyways, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just going to let that. 
You gonna let that do that? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But like, I think one side for me is like, I call it the risk it all factor, right? And mm-hmm. so it's like, mm-hmm. when you in a relationship or like when you fuck with somebody heavy, especially when you're like super attracted to them, you're like, or you're you're scrolling through like your Instagram, your Twitter, or you're like your Tinder, and you're like, if you like him, mute him. If you oh, love no. him, block him. Gospel. That's I think that's in uh uh First Corinthians. My yeah, shorty's see, I, muted I, right I now. I don't agree with that, but I mean My shorty is muted later. right now. Because I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. But I'm talking it. about like even still, like you you'll see people out or you see or, or you know you're scrolling through and you're like, I'm not gonna risk that for that. Like I'm that's a downgrade. I'm yeah. winning right now. I'm winning. And so that's when I'm like, you know what? And and it, it really does It's come, like P and L's, profit and losses. And it does come naturally because it's like instead of me trying to hit up X, I'm just going to go see Y. And I'm going to continue going to see Y. Don't get me wrong. Everybody, even in a relationship, everybody uh, has a roster. See what you did there. Triple entendre, don't even ask me how. I like that. I like that. (laughs) But yeah. And so the second part. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think everybody has a roster. Because like I just said, holes are hard to get rid of. Yeah. So even in a relationship... Like, you have, it's not necessarily a roster situation because you're not actively trying to maintain these people. But if niggas ready to check it's in. Avail- it's availability. Yeah, like, niggas are ready niggas to check are in. available. You know what I mean? You know what niggas are available and when they're available if you so choose. That makes like, them your own. And by the way, and by the way um, niggas, especially for, if, you, if you think your bae, your man crush Monday, your woman crush Monday don't have a roster, yeah, they do too. Oh, for sure. If you ever, if you ever wonder why, how she done came up with a new nigga three weeks after y'all done broke up, that, that nigga, nigga was, was there. But see, here's how you know, are we playing chess or checkers here? Because y'all go after the same hoes. They've already been in my inbox. Like, y'all have to talk to them. They already, they're, they're already here. You know that, what I'm saying? I mean, that's part of the, the, gender, the gender roles of communication. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, no. So like, yeah, so if I need, if, well, this is a lot harder for men for men to re up their hoes than this for women. Yeah, that's not true. No, that's very no, that's true. very true. I'm no. not gonna let you get that off. Yeah, no, no, you, you know, can't defend this. no. Okay, I see you try for my from my experience, and I can only speak for Alex's experience. Okay, when my divorce was like final, final, right? Like, not like the single d- separated bullshit I was doing last summer. Like mm-hmm. final, niggas had a hard time believing that we were done, done. So they wouldn't take me, like, not serious because I wasn't ready for that, but they would think that, like, they would automatically box themselves in as this hoe of mine or, like, casual fucking thing. When all actuality, I was like, no, we could date. Like, we can kick it. We can hang out. Like, it's it's fine. Like, they were afraid to actually be seen in public with me because they thought I was still dealing with this thing. Counterpoint. So it takes a lot of effort for niggas to even get women to agree to the fucking thing. Be, when when especially if it's like a public relationship where somebody people know that you you've been with and and like you finally are over the, finally you're done bro like first and foremost it, that's only if the if, if your ex girlfriend hasn't gone on the campaign smearing your good name to whoever will listen because it's it's probably gonna come I've seen one or two uh, listen recently participated actually I don't do that. I can I can genuinely say that I've never gone online and slandered an ex. Now, what I talk about in my circle is one thing. Like the group chat was lit. That, as a matter of fact, the night of my breakup, um, I went over to Jade's house. As a matter of fact, and they had me like four shots in before it. Like as I'm telling the story, like they know they know the nitty gritty, the dirt. Like you guys know, but like the the world, the the, the what's perceived by the public, y'all don't deserve that. 
Like, there's got to be a line. But that's just my personal preference. Now, if your man was out here publicly embarrassing you, you decide to publicly dog that nigga, by all means, my nigga. But who am I to tell, you know what I'm saying? Who am I to tell you what right looks like? It don't even be public being whatever we we broke up over. But it turned public. And then it turned messy because... I got to defend myself. <laughs> like, like, I mean, like, I, like, I would love to stay silent, but I can't just let you out here slander my good. But name. you know what? Honestly, like, I don't. As much shit as I know, I've heard about me, and it's by that particular, by the opposite end of the party, by the ops. You know what I'm saying? By the by the ops, um, and a lot of it, it always comes back because that's what happens when your family still fucks with me. Like they infiltration at its best. We not together, but I get the info on her because I'm fucking good with her. <laughs> Yeah, like that. your friends, like that. sisters-in-laws, aunties, um, when they fuck with, I mean, you're going to feel it when a real nigga die. So, when real niggas, like, I mean, you're going to feel that shit. So, they still, when they run into me, they give me the rundown. Like, they tell me all about your life, all about it. And it's not that I'm asking for it. It's not even like I seek out this communication. I still get invited to family holidays. Which is awkward. Fam, I'm going to say, like, I'm this is part of the reason very few people meet my mother. Because I'll be damned if, if someone sent an invite to my ex for the cookout. I will fight everybody. I got invited to um, Three Kings Day. I sure did. Because me and Shorty's cousin are still close. I ran into her at Thanksgiving, and she invited me to Three Kings Day. I will cut somebody. Sure did. I had no problems with it. And she's like, yeah, come by, everybody. We're doing Coquito and having, you know... Um, whatever. And I was like, well, I appreciate that, but no thank you. And then she called me on Three Kings Day, like, where are you at? I said, we had this conversation, girl. Like, you knew I wasn't, you knew I wasn't going to be there. But no, I mean, that's just what happens. But I mean, nah, I slipped up and like, I woke up and one day I was engaged. And one day I like, all my hoes were gone. I was engaged. And I was like, okay. That's on another level. That's on another level. You don't wake up with a boyfriend, you go with a fiance. I did. Cause we literally like, we met in June and then... We were, he moved me in in August. We were engaged by September. So. Y'all moved like a lesbian couple. Or niggas in the army. We go over this all the time. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. And I wasn't lonely by a long shot because people were like, well, how lonely were you? And how, ain't, like, bro, that's, that's never been my MO. You had niggas hitting you up like, wow. <laughs> I did. Like, no, that day, the night of my wedding, so one of them hit me up like, so you just got married on me? I was like. Getting married on someone is wild. There's a Drake song for that. I gotta find it. There's a Drake song. I'm pretty sure there's a Drake song for everything. But there's definitely a Drake song for that. Now, the second question we had was, is there a difference between hiding somebody and being low-key with someone? Yes. Explain the difference. The thin line is where does it lie in your spectrum of business to know? And I think a lot of times when you're, okay, for instance... Me and y'all know who I talk to, who the man that I'm dating is because you're a part of like my circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And me and him aren't necessarily low key, but you don't need to know everything. Like that's not for the world to see. If you see us out together, mind your business. If you don't see us out together, mind your business. So it's for me, um, if somebody were to ask me, I'm going to give you an answer. I've been asked. I've been asked a couple times. Who is Shorty? Oh, that's, that's me. No problems. But it's when you get to copping, please, and lying that the difference comes in at. Because now you're hiding an entire relationship. And I don't believe in dating or courting somebody I have to be ashamed of or I have to lie or hide about. Like, if I'm doing lying and hiding and copping, please, about who I'm seeing, that means there's other niggas I'm seeing. Well, yeah. So, okay, that's okay. So, because I was like, because um, I remember a conversation I had a couple years ago. It was like, 
I felt like you hiding me. And I was like, I'm not. I'm not at all. Because it's like, someone, at, I remember people asked me, like, who's shorty? I was like, don't worry about that. That's me. Like, But it also depends on, like, who's asking and what kind of relationship y'all have. Because I know I was dating a guy who I felt the same way. Like, I was like, bro, you don't bring me nowhere. Like, everything that we do is either in the house or very low-key places. And if you know Cincinnati, you know where these spots are. And for damn sure ain't Tina's. So, niggas try to be low. Same <laughs> bro, nigga, hold on. We got there was a good couple years where niggas try to be low key at Tina's. You and cannot. It, and first of all, when Tina Tina's is small as hell. When Myrtle's punch house was open, that was the spot to be low at. But then niggas found out about Myrtle's. <laughs> because of the basement. <laughs> Myrtle's had a basement. That basement was clutch a couple times. Niggas found out about Myrtle. But like niggas was, niggas was trying to pull the hole, like you enter one door, I enter the other door. Nigga, no. we see you. <laughs> They really we, tried to come through, like, the door with the plastic and then the regular entrance. Like, bro, we see you. We, and, we and, saw you put it on your tab. Like, we saw and it. And, fam, it, it be niggas risking it all, like, on 4th and 10. Like, we, we were trying to, trying to be low with the side chick. And I'm like, nigga. N- bro, nigga. We, no. Nigga. No. No, the wildest shit is I saw is that Shorty's wife doesn't come out very often. So, y'all don't even right. know who she is. Like, and I'm, I'm not going to be the one to air anybody out. But... It's one of those things where if you know, you know. Shorty's wife does not come out too often. So when she came through the door, I noticed because, like, I know who she is. Right. And then I know the shorty, one of the shorties that my mans was talking to, sitting in, like, the back room where the pool table is. Oh, God. His wife, him and his wife were sitting at the bar. But I noticed that every time old girl came to get a drink, shy chick came to get a drink, she would never pay for anything. So all her drinks were on her, you know what I'm saying? Everything was on my man's tab while you sitting at the bar next to your wife. And I don't know if I'm like... That's Loki some G shit? That's some G shit! But it's like, God But that's hella disrespectful. Cause if I mean, I, but she, she knew the game. If that, that's some G listen, shit, but that's hella disrespectful. Listen, there's a spot... That's gonna sound problematic, but fuck it. There's a spot in heaven for side chicks who know their place. We appreciate you. We salute you. We salute you. We salute you. you, and, you, and, salute you. and you deserve nice things. And have gotten nice and things. And have gotten nice things for your discretion. I'm not going to hold you. When that was about that life, it was lovely. Especially because, like, women who aren't telling are getting more than what they deserve. Women who, like... It's a tax. Yeah, honestly. It's a, I got I to gotta pay a little extra tax for you to know your Bags, role. Right? I mean, like, when you entertain that game, you understand the position of power they're really in. Facts. Like, a lot of people want to talk down on side chicks about, oh, you don't love yourself, you don't value X, Y, and Z. No, they value they're themselves They're the most powerful person in this relationship. So, if, if, we're, if we're comparing it to chess, if you know, the king is like the king, right? That's checking me. Right. The, the side chick, and maybe your wifey's queen. Of course. Okay. But With your side, side chick is like the rook, the bishop, like... Bacon, bishop can fuck some shit up. Bishop can fuck. Actually, it might be the knight because the knight move different. But if you crazy. get caught slipping, then you be like, "Damn!" And knight, the knight come around the back and just got your ass. So I've been the knight on this chessboard a couple times, and I'm be honest with you, like the guy who I was a side chick to was paying my rent. So he had a key to it's my house. There was rent. He made sure I had groceries. He's paying daycare fees. Like I, I was in school at you the was time. Really taxing these niggas, bro. I'm not going to. Where, what incentive does it have for me to be a secret? What incentive do I have when I could really be out here living my best life? Here I am in the house waiting on side dick to, and knowing I'm your side chick, knowing and knowing who your girlfriend is, knowing your situation, being respectful of that. There has to be some benefit to this for me. There has to be because it's not the relationship. 
You can't offer me consistency. You can't offer me commitment. You can't offer me the things that you know I'm deserving of. So, okay, if I can't tax you emotionally, you for damn sure finna run in pockets, my nigga. For damn sure. For da- I, need, I need something. Which is why I stay wonderfully broke. <laughs> and so I ain't got to worry about, listen, no, broke niggas no, can't no, have side chicks. No There's no way I'm going to be a side chick crying in a Nissan. There's no way. There's no way. I could be single for that. You could be now some of these others. I was raised different, so I can't speak for different. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, I, I appreciate the fact that, like, when I'm out, I'm not, I'm never drunk enough to not notice what I'm noticing. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Oh yeah, nigga, we know because cabin season. Our first cabin season together. I was like, how is Calvin sober? <laughs> how is Calvin sober? You were literally like my nigga Veneris. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just was. I just was well aware. Like, no, dog. Listen, like, I, I, I. It is crazy because I, I ain't drink to like twenty. But it's crazy. I've gotten to the point where I can be drug as hell, but still like cognizant mm-hmm. enough to know that. Oh, mm-hmm. y'all on trash. Y'all on trash. Oh shit. The crazy thing is that was me on Friday. Um, I ended up for this week, and I ended up in Baltimore, and we went to the strip club, and I was fucked up. Like we at dinner, we killed a bottle of wine. And then, excuse me, I killed a bottle of wine. I was like, there was no partnership. I know. They were just like, Alex, I think every, I think, because there were two bottles of wine, and then I got my own bottle for my birthday. So. We talked about niggas celebrating their birthday for like a whole month. Bro, I'm dead ass wrong for this shit. I've been celebrating like April 3rd for two weeks. We we said since mid-March. It's on wax, so like. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. Dog, this is foul. This is wrong. Like, bro, my liver is like, girl, girl, if my liver could jump on my body and beat my own ass, it would. Like, I told y'all. Like, it tethered, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm so serious. And the crazy thing is that I'm battling a toothache. I'm going to take a shot when I get home. I have been on uh, uh, freaking Tylenol. I've got Orogel. There's nothing working besides getting this pulled, and I'm petrified of that process. So until we get there, like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to numb it. So, yeah, I'm probably, like, Borderline alcoholic. My dad, the crazy thing is I got to block my siblings on my Twitter, like my social media. That's why I'm so thankful I ain't got none to block. All right, because you know my, my pops is older. So all of my older siblings are like my mama's age. Right. So they follow me on my social media. And they're like, mm-hmm. Alex Wiley. They be like, bro, she's the wild one of all of us. So they're calling my dad or reporting to my dad because they know not to call my mama. And... Because I'm like, bro, my mom's not going to check me about the habit we share, bitch. Bye. So, I'm <laughs> not going to do that. So, they call my dad and they're just like, pops, go get your daughter. And so, my dad calls me like, so, uh, he said, what you been doing up there? Because, you know, pops lives in Atlanta now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what you been doing up there? I said, dad, you know, just going to work, taking care of kiddos. He said, nah, I didn't hurt a little bit more than just taking care of business, daughter. And I'm like, well... I don't know what to tell you, Dad. It's my birthday. I'm grown. Yes, and I'm grown to son. 28. But this conversation happened in, like, February. So I have no excuses. <laughs> like, <laughs> But you could always make up the excuses. I you mean, really you're care. still grown. The first thing out of my mouth is I'm grown, and I will block them. Questions? I hear what you're saying. Thanks for concerns, but it will continue. It will. Like, I, like I'm, I'm going to take this under consideration. I considered it. I'm going to keep going. I don't have a problem. The marathon continues. The marathon continues. Actually, I do have a problem, but that's my problem to deal with. Ain't none of your damn business. Period. If the keyword is functional. Functioning alcoholic. Because I got this. If your bills are paid, you got gas in your car and food in your crib, I don't want to hear nothing about my vices. 
Everything's taken, everything taken care of. I'm not borrowing money to take care of my yeah. vices. So right. I feel like as long as I my vices are coming out of my pocket, I used to tell people in my family all the time, they have vices that are way worse than, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I know there's no greater sin. I get it. But your vices, my vices aren't crack. <laughs> you smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My, I wasn't out here for a second dick for nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm not out here, you know what I'm saying? My vices are shoes and liquor. That's what that's what my vices. I'm not borrowing money and, to maintain and, and I think my vices are alcohol and emotionally unavailable women. <laughs> my vices are single women. I will say that. Single women. All right, all right, younger man. I mean straight women. Straight women. All right, younger man. We share a birthday. Y'all do? We do. That makes a lot of sense. Me and Young M.A. She a birthday. She is. Damn, I got to cancel her now. For the culture. For the culture. Wow. You can't love too many I have a temporary block on Aries woman. I mean, it is their season currently for a minute. Why are you attacking me and us? Why? Why? What did we? What the fuck did we do to you? I was talking to Kyle there. Well, Kyle. But I feel attacked. <laughs> why? And this is no, my was, podcast. It you. I am an well, Why are you jumping up for the straight bullets? It wasn't aimed at you. First of all, bullets ain't got no name on it. They never have. Some bullets do. Nah. If bullets ain't got no names, then that means it wasn't for you, so you can't jump in front of it. Whose team are you on? The truth. This is the truth. You <laughs> said Aries. It applies. What so did I say? need to. Don't get hype on tracks and jump in front of a bullet you wasn't meant for? Mm. Come on. Come on, Champagne Poppy. Mm. Come on. Come on. I got, Drake, I got Drake bars for days. <laughs> I bet, Stan. Scorpio King. Scorpio King. <laughs> anyway, that's your idol? That's your man's? I mean, what has he done wrong? They both take care of the same number of kids. Zero. <laughs> Side note, I don't have any children. Exactly. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and throw that out there. That you know of. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I answered that. No, I answered that. Because someone tried to start a rumor at work. Like, Calvin, you got some kids? I was like, not, not any that I'm aware of. No. And they're like, why are you something like that? Because, like, shit, life happens. Well, anything's possible. Anything's possible. It was, motherfuckers be hiding whole ass kids. Like, chicks will go ahead, get pregnant, not tell you about it, and then pop up like, huh, I see you made it. Here's your child. Speaking of commitment issues, trust issues. I got a lot of them. Oh, man. There goes another Drake line. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to let you have it. I was, was going to say that one, but all right. Yeah, shout, shout out to Drake. Drake <laughs> so, made my anthem. I'm actually very proud of me in this season whatever the season of my life is, is because it's allowed me to, like, actually mature and grow up just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my barber actually yesterday, and he was like, every seven years, you become a new you. And I was huh. like... You talking about you or, like... Like a new... Metaphysically, like, like metaphysically. Like, every seven years, you grow into a different season. And seven times four equals 28. Huh. Uh, you just turned 28. So, hmm. we're in a new season. Season four. Season four. And usually on and, and TV shows, season four is where shit gets real. Yeah. Like Scandal season four was nuts. Or The Wire season four. Game of Thrones uh, season four. The Wire season four. That hit home. Soprano season four. Every season four is where shit get crazy. Um, so I guess this is season four for me. And it does. How fitting is that? Because this is probably the wildest year of my life thus far. No, 25 was pretty wild. 23 was a good year. Anyway. You got triggered. You got triggered on your own flashback. 23 was a good year. That's a good fucking year. Um, no, but um, I'm starting to work through some of my insecurities. 
because they've been smacking me in the face. Like, I've had no choice but to face them. And I realized that committing to one of my decisions is bothering the fuck out of me. Because I think there's some Libra in my chart somewhere. Like, one of my astrological friends is going to read me, I'm sure. But... I've been trying to, I've been trying to uh, get more hip to the, uh, to the whole natal chart shit, you know? Yeah, cause, like... Because I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to attract more astrology. You know what I'm saying? Nah, because then they find out you're a Capricorn and stop talking to your ass. You're going to be sick. But, but, but when I explain... Capricorns really are the fucking worst. Watch your fucking mouth. That's the first time no one's deserted Scorpio there. I just want to thank you for that. <laughs> nah, y'all second. Scorpios are emotionally abusive. First of all, most, how are Scorpios less worse, worse than Capricorns? Let's, 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 Which one is it? We got to pick a side here. Are we I'm not... Or we second? Bro, like, y'all... Scorpios are the least accountable sign I've ever met. Not only do y'all lack accountability, but y'all are emotionally abusive as fuck. Because you'll feel somebody and never let them know, never tell them, until they're like, all of their cards are face the fuck up, and then like... Let me flip one. Maybe two. Trap card. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then like when you're emotionally drained from trying to get a Scorpio to at least open, open a, an ounce of the window or door you were trying to get through, and you're ready to give up on the ass, you'll be like, but I love you. But like, how, nigga? How? How? I'm no. Capricorns no. don't do nothing and don't bother nobody, bro. Capricorns, okay. You want to know what it is about Capricorns? And I'm finna read your ass. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay? The thing about Capricorns... You, I, also, I also can't for moon, so fuck with me. But see, that's the thing that makes you unique because you're empathetic. And that balances out the fact that Capricorns are callous as fuck by nature. Okay? The other thing about Capricorns that I appreciate is that y'all are ambitious as fuck. Capricorns have never set a goal that they didn't smash or complete. And then critique the fuck out of the fact of how they smashed that goal so they can smash it even harder. And it just, like, it just keeps going up and up. I'm waiting for the The problem that we have with that, the problem that I have with that is that you'll get into relationships and you'll apply that same logic. Where instead of being empathetic and understanding to what your partner's love language is, you'll be like, nah. For instance, if your love language is um, quality time, you'll take this experience and then critique the fuck out of it and poke holes in it until you find something wrong with what you just did here to try to make it better when you could have just let well enough be. And that's not how that y'all niggas are. So, so the fact that we don't accept, we don't settle for lackluster is a is a negative. No, it's about the fact that y'all have an issue living in the moment because you're so used to trying to excel and push it to the next level that you have a hard time living for what it is right now. I, I relate to that a little bit. I don't understand how that makes us worse. This is exactly why I will never date one again. Yeah. I- I ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah, I, Never date um, you. Speaking of never, so my commitment issues in 2019, right? What is your commitment issue? I, bro, I got a lot of them. I, I got but trust issues. But what's the main one? Like, I got trust issues. Who so, doesn't? Y'all niggas get broken up in like the 11th grade and never date again. First of all, that's a, a traumatic experience during your formative years. Right. You're the most impressionable at that age. So that actually makes a lot of sense. But back to my point. First of all, fuck both of y'all because I got pregnant during my formative years and I've been out here. Well, whose fault was that? All right. <laughs> what? How was the fuck? I was How was the fuck? You got pregnant. What I'm saying <laughs> is that if I can love again, y'all can love but again. But pregnancy ain't got nothing to do with. Being... But what I'm saying is that that's a traumatic experience, and if I can but overcome, you got love out of it. We just got Drake lyrics and heartbreaks. Did I? No. You I, love kiddo. I mean, I love kiddo. But what I needed during that time was not what I got. So I, I could have been out here like, bro. 
not to bash kiddos' dad, especially because let me put this out there: we are in a great place. So salute, salute to kiddos. We, me and him have a great working relationship, and we really do stay out of each other's lane when it comes to that kind of shit. But we have we're gonna speak facts. For the first seven years of kiddos' life, he was not. Excuse me, first six years of kiddos' life, he was not there. So on top of being an eighteen-year-old mom, I am dealing with somebody who was absentee. I'm dealing with a newborn. I'm dealing with school. I'm dealing with family. I'm dealing with. And my own hormones. Because at 18, as a woman, you're not developed at all. At all. Like, you're not, you're nowhere near peak. So, and especially because for the average, well, when I started my menstrual cycle, I was 15. So, there's no way anything in that time was regular. Between 18, between 15 and 17, no way. So, dealing with You ain't know you was going to anatomy unless I'm going to shoot your podcast, did you, huh, niggas? So that's what I'm saying. So you want to talk about formative years, and then you go through something like a teenage pregnancy, where your expectations and reality you're not ready for, because you're just not. You're still a teenager. And at 18, did any of us have our shit together? No. You didn't. You didn't. You were on your way to the <laughs> for for my eighteen for my eight, for, for eighteen year olds. Me, yeah, I had my shit together. For, for, for compared to other eighteen year olds, I had my shit together. Right, but think about the support system that you also had around, and think about the fact that you weren't also also the. Think about your support system, and then think about trying at eighteen being that support system to a whole other human being. You cannot do that, or if you can, it's not impossible, but it's fucking hard. I hear you. So what I'm saying is that niggas will take one heartbreak, one little bitch, little raggedy ass little girl. In fairness to myself, it was more than one. The last one that fucked me up was in 2015. See, this so. is why men don't want to talk about mental health. See, don't do that. Because we get slandered. Nobody's trying to invalidate. If I can do it, you can do it. Because my shit was worse. Your shit is weak. See? That's, Nobody's on. trying to play the oppression Olympics. But what I'm saying is that y'all have a hard time processing trauma. And what I'm saying is that you need to. And sometimes, and, and however, in our processing of it, because niggas are processing it for just a not probably not doing it as quickly as people want them to, or b not processing it in a way that they feel is beneficial to the other party. So niggas will process their trust issues by not getting into relationships because they know they're not going to be able to trust the other person. So instead of just saying, "Okay, I'm not going to get into a relationship because I know I have trust issues," y'all will do everything but be in a relationship. You'll entertain, you'll fuck over, you'll manipulate, you'll play the games, you'll do, like, you'll have multiple holes, you'll make somebody feel like they are the one instead of actually being the one. Like, you'll do everything but actually taking the work to heal yourself or or seek help for this said trust issue, but you'll entertain women while you go through your own hell. That's not fair. Part of it is this. And so I, I can do the self-work. I, and you know me. I do the self-work. Yeah. When I talk about the, when I talk about this, we know you're the anomaly. What? You just gave a whole anomaly. We were talking about women. You said, well, I did it. I mean, <laughs> we're talking about Calvin here. Oh, okay. Oh, now we're back to, okay. <laughs> we're talking about Calvin here. Score, score one point for <laughs> Bing. Um, uh, he can't come back. Uh, who said? I'm not getting ganged up on on my own podcast. I think the fuck not. Sounds too much like right. However, Get out. However, comma. We're not going to pretend like I haven't been ganged up on my own podcast multiple times from multiple parties. I wasn't mm. the one. You were there for a couple of them. Mm. What happens mm. with a co-host before me has nothing to do with the co-host. No, you, you were the co-host for some of these. I can't speak on that. All right. Yeah. I... Ding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, so, so what I was saying is, for me personally and for a lot of us, you work on, you work on your issues, but... 
You still want sex. You still want companionship. You still want female company. And a lot of times, and not every time, niggas will communicate exactly where they are mentally as far as like their readiness or lack thereof for a committed relationship. The problem is, and we've discussed this multiple times, some women will take that as a challenge. Like, oh, hey, I'm not ready for a relationship right now. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm working on some things. I want to make sure that, like, I'm not ready for for commitment right now. Mm-hmm. I do like I you, but I want, but I want, and she, and she'll hear that and be like, okay, bet, cool. And then in the back, like the little evil voice in the back of her head, like, we gonna make that nigga want a relationship when it could be, hey, if he, if I'm not ready to receive whatever he's gonna give me, I can bolt the fuck out. And then six months down the line, when you realize that nigga wasn't bullshitting you, he really wasn't ready for relationship, you get mad. Oh, you let me on? No, baby, I nope. told you what it was. You let yourself on. But here's women the thing: break, excuse me, I don't want to say women, but some, a lot of people, some people will break their own heart by overestimating their place in your life, and that's what I feel as if. I mean, that's happened to me also. You know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, I told sure. someone, hey. This you thought you were the main and you were the side. You thought you were exactly. number one, you're number two. Like, Exactly. This isn't what I'm looking for. It's not where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? This is where I'm kind of headed right now. It's where my focus is. Okay, cool. And like you said, time goes by. She's like, oh, well, I have feelings now. I want I want more. And now you're responsible for those feelings. You know even you know I think we, we, we stopped right before you came in. Whenever well, if you accidentally get into a relationship or when a girl, it was when a girl be like, you're my boyfriend now. Or like, niggas really have two options here. And none of it is either go with it or lose her completely. It's never like, wait, 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 can we, why, why? Can we discuss So here's this? my question. Here's my question. Okay. At what point, okay, say, because I've been on both sides of this coin, if I'm going to speak honest. And it's not that the leading you on was intentional. It wasn't. Like, I don't think anybody goes into things like, yeah, I'm about to fuck with her head. Like, I don't think, I, I, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being naive. But I really don't think that anybody goes into this, like, I'm about to play with this broad. I'm going to see what I can really get out of him or her. Like, no. For me, it was like, I'm going to speak on when I was kind of trash. Like, I verbalized where I was at with things and things went sideways. It's because what I was telling you out of my mouth did not match the physicality of my actions. Especially if I'm still spending time with you in a very romantic way instead of it being more platonic way, if I'm still accepting your acts of service, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm still expecting, especially, like, for me, if you're paying a bill or you did me a favor or whatever, um, that's that. But... A lot, yeah. And I think, um, and a lot of times, niggas fuck up by being too nice. And 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 it's sad, but it was like, I've been on this end. It's sad, but like, if you combine the fact like we're having sexual relations, especially if y'all fucking, plus, plus <laughs> the fact that like I'm nice to you, and I, and I, I don't mean to oversimplify it, but it's like we go out and get food, or like you come up, like if you're coming over, I make sure you have something to eat, or like you know, so if you 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 know you ask me for certain shit that's not overtype, I do it for you, or if I accept acts of service, like hey. You know, if you if you if you cook for me and I I accept it, that sort of shit. It's like we tick off this. Oh, he my man. Oh, he my man. Oh, he's my man for real. Listen, and then it's like by the time you're like, you my nigga. I did X, Y, and Z for you. You're so like, wait a minute, so, I didn't ask you to do but none of that. That's when, and not to be funny, that's when you have to balance out your roster, because if you know that for a fact you're not ready for that, then this can't be. This can be the, your favorite person to do said thing with, but it shouldn't be your only. 
Because that's how your feelings get caught up with this person because there's a lot of one-on-one. There's a lot of just you and I. There's a connection there. And it's honestly a way to keep yourself in check. Like, and I hate to put it that way, but if I'm fucking with Guy and this is the only person I'm entertaining, then this is the main focus of my energy, but I know he's not ready for all the things that I'm willing to do for him, it's time for me to start occupying my time with other men and playing the dozens in that way because... That's that way you keep yourself in check. You uh, instead can, of giving hundred to one nigga, you give like twenty five to four. Yeah, that way you keep Quick yourself. Mass. You keep yourself balanced. Like you keep your feelings from getting way too attached. Yeah, no, nah, see, and I I don't know if I agree with that because in my opinion, when that happens, you gotta make cuts. Like if this is if this person has already been receiving 80 percent. And all of a sudden, you drop him down to like twenty five percent. One, he's gonna feel that. You know what I'm saying? As or he should. He, your partner, whatever pronoun you want to throw in there, they're gonna feel that. As you know he I'm should. Saying? Right? Okay, but when they've already become accustomed to this eighty, and then you drop them down to twenty percent, like they're once they're probably gonna have an issue with that. So one, that's gonna be a conversation. And two, you're better off, in my opinion, you're better off letting that one go than dropping them down and expecting them to have the same level. Because like, it's, it's not going to happen. But no, because, all right, if we're at an 80 and I drop you down to a 25 based upon the fact that you're not ready for everything that I'm willing to give you at an 80%, then I have to drop you. I have to bring it down. I have to come back to reality because but you're going to— I would prefer. You're going to allow yourself to get too caught up and too attached in something and not be realistic about it. But But— Dropping it down to 25 to dropping down to zero is how the situationships happen right. and how the messiness happens because it's like, all right, cool, boom, 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 boom. Especially if, if you don't communicate why you're dropping me down to 25. If we're at 80 and then you drop me down to 25 without communicating why we're at 25, but you had your own internal conversation or your, your conversation with your girls' group chat. Okay, so I'm going to tell you what I did. And I don't know if this was the healthiest way of going about doing it this. It probably wasn't if you had to say that. <laughs> I doubt it. All right. Um, yourself. I'm going to be quick about it because I do. There's two other things I wanted to touch on. Um, but I noticed that I was getting too attached to a particular situation. And I told him that I needed to take some space so I could reevaluate where we are with things. And then the outcome of that and the, the approach was foul. Like, I'll take that on Alex because mm. I could have done that better. But what I should have done... I don't even know how I should have approached it. That just wasn't it. But the outcome was like establishing what we're actually doing. And I think that's what my end result wanted to be anyway. I just didn't know how to get there. Or I just took a very immature route in getting there. Because there's a couple subtweets. There's a couple like, I'm not talking to you for a minute. Because I needed sub to. The subtweet. That's why you got to, if you yeah. like them, mute them. If you love them, block them, bro. And then the problem is you got the crazy, I ain't mean to cut you off. You got a crazy no, chick who's, who, who you blocked. Nothing will shake you more than a girl who you've blocked sending you a screenshot of your tweets. And you're like, how did you get this? And like, who else do I have to block now? Who, right. are, who are the ops? <laughs> oh, no, I've definitely like figured out friend circles. You blocked them all. I blocked them all. Block everybody. Everybody. You get it. You get it. Bow. You get a block. You get a block. Bow, oh, no, bow, no, no, no. If I notice that like, if I notice, see, mm, I'm going to sound crazy. What I don't like <laughs> Is noticing that you there's no way you have any connection with this person whatsoever. Like, and it's gonna sound nuts, super nuts. 
We're listening. I do not like when the man that I'm entertaining is way too friendly with my friends on the timeline. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it worth a damn. But if I know that they already have established a platonic relationship and that I know that they're friends and I get it, that's cool. But there's a thin line between like kicking with my friends and flirting. Now, comma, now question. Um, you introduced your man to the friends. Yeah. Okay. So I expect some interaction. I expect some, you know what I mean? Like, I expect that. I'm not, okay. And I hate to preface this like this because it comes with the connotation that I'm jealous or I'm insecure. I'm allowed to not like something. I'm allowed to have like a spidey sense tingle. The difference here is when you allow that insecurity to create a narrative. I was like, do you trust them, niggas? Yeah. At the end of the day, do you trust your circle? I don't have to like the interaction, but I can also recognize the fact that ain't shit going on. Like, I'm not going to allow the fact that I don't like something to cause a false narrative. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't have to like it. I don't have to like it. But if I ask you about something, you better be able to say, oh, no, you, this is, you interpreted that incorrectly. Because uh, like you said, a lot of things posted on social media are via text. So I could be seeing things out of context. Yes. So if I am, reassure me. In that moment, reassure me. But at the same time, like, understand that, nigga, I, I, I know I the vibes. You. I know the fucking vibes. Speaking, speaking of knowing the vibes, um, let's get into let's get into the shits real quick. Um, you wanted to talk about um, oh Kodak Midnight Black and how. Let me tell you about Blue Black and how he did not know the vibes. I did want to touch on this. All right, so Kodak Black made um, everybody knows that by this time that the passing of Nipsey Hussle has left Lauren London without her 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 man. Her sanctuary. Her as sanctuary, she, as she called him. Which I thought that, bro, I felt that. Um, and um, Kodak Black made some more than just off-color-ass remarks, hanging home, basically shooting his shot at Lauren London. I'll give you a year to grieve before I'm at your head and I'm always here for you type shit. Um, from his video is... Very much so along those lines. It was like, it was like, 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 it was like, it was a lie. First of all, it was like, certain niggas should never go live. Um, Kodak Black is one of them. Um, He's a PR team at all times. At all times. Um, A lot of these, and I'm just going to put it out there. A lot of y'all need media training. A lot of y'all are leaving yourself susceptible to the dumb shit that you do because you don't have a PR team. You don't have media training and you don't know when to shut the fuck up. And you're going on these interviews without being coached and then... You want to know who has the best media training ever? Beyonce. She don't even do it. She don't even do it. She realized that she sucked at interviews. So the only time you get her content is when she produces it. That's a team. That's knowing your brand. That's knowing who you are. A lot of you niggas have, are so, like, so much self-awareness. It's, it's irksome. Kodak Black is one of those niggas. Kodak Black reminds me of one of them young niggas who has never been slapped up by an OG. That nigga needs to be, like, beat up. Seriously, like he needs his ass whooped because this is not the first time he's come out of his face with doing some dumb shit. My issue with it, though, is that Kodak Black has been problematic for years. I don't even listen to his music. I haven't. So he's been problematic for years. He's got literally um, a trial, a rape trial going to, ca- going to trial this summer. Several allegations before the actual trial. His off-color brand ass marks, his anti-black remarks that he said about dark-skinned black women being a dark-skinned man. 
And on top of all the, like, the pile, a mountain of problematic other shit, shooting at Young and May, who is clearly not a heterosexual woman. He's rapey. He's problematic. He's, a, he's been a problem. He's been an issue. The issue that I'm having with um, all these rappers coming out and speaking up and telling and ch- quote unquote checking Kodak Black is about the fact that they're not defending Lauren London. Because in all these niggas' statements, they didn't even say her name. They didn't even say, yo, that's a woman. Like, she's a grieving woman. You respect that. They're talking about that's Nipsey's girl. You need to show some respect to a dead man. And uh, Like, all due respect, though. So we're not talking about the respect of a woman and and keeping Lauren London protected. It's about, once again, y'all niggas, this, and the audacity of some of the niggas that have come out to, tell, to try to check Kodak Black. Like, for instance, T.I., you of all niggas are not the one to talk about respecting black women. The yeah. game is not the one to come out and talk about respecting black women. T.I. has a little bit more with Lauren London. He, he knew Lauren London from like... But he was not speaking out in the protection about respecting Lauren London. He was about respecting Nip. Absolutely. Actually, hold on. So, cause with, with, with Please T. correct me. If with, I'm wrong, with, 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 with T.I., the video I saw, he didn't even say... He didn't say Nip's name or Lauren's name. He was like, hey, Kodak, like... You you check yourself. You wilding, and because but he, he's he, been wilding. But, but but we're talking about with Lauren London. Ti knew Lauren London since they were since ATL. Nunu since Nunu. Right. So like it's reasonable to at least for Ti. I want to make sure we get everything clear. At least for Ti to have a like a relationship, a platonic relationship with Lauren London way before she became quote unquote Nipsey but Hussle's. Also, girl. the cognitive dissonance there is glaring because Ti, you publicly disrespect your own black woman. So who are you to talk about defending somebody else's? Would y'all prefer niggas to just not say? Yeah. So like what? So like what take do you want him to have? So do you want do you want him to be? What I'm saying is start like, at home, my nigga. Okay, you can but always we start do this at right home. now. This is current. This is relevant. But he this is also here. did not. Ha- so before he says anything about. This current situation needs to fix his entire livelihood at his career. No, but I think you need to check yourself before you start checking other people about their behaviors. So my question is this, and so and I'll, I'll phrase it in a way. And this is one of those, I think, it's almost like a damned if you do, damned if you know situation. Because if niggas didn't niggas speak didn't out... Niggas didn't say anything, because, that's be, the problem. Because, because of, or like they say, you know what, I, I can't throw a from a glass the house. how. Okay, so let's remove T.I. Because we know that he has a personal relationship with Lauren London, right? My, my, my frame of question was for, for everybody. So it was like, because I may not, I may live in a quote-unquote glass house. Or I may have my own things that are black marks. I am no longer allowed to say anything when I see something that's wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm asking you. What to I'm saying is that number one, these men were not defending Lauren London to begin with, and we know they weren't. Like for instance, the game. He was not, he was not defending Lauren London, and you know he wasn't. He wasn't. He was talking about defending a dead man's property, defending the fact that that's Nip's girl. You're like, bro. At what point are you gonna say her name? Bro, Lauren London, and this, why is my association and proximity to men the reason why I deserve respect? Like, he, he had no right to, literally, not the game, but, excuse me, Kodak Black had no right to open his mouth to begin with. He had no right. And even if he was trying to be funny or be colorful about it, like, it was the wrong time, it was distasteful, it was disrespectful to Lauren. Nips is gone. You know what I'm saying? And, and I hate to be callous about it, but the disrespect was to her. At what point are we going to acknowledge her humanity as a woman not associated with, with this man? Because she's more than that. Can we? All right. Here's... You want, you, 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 you. Yeah. And the part that I, I guess I have an issue with is that I agree with everything that you're saying. 
100%. I agree 100% with everything that you're saying. You know, she's her own person. You know, she's her own brand. She's grieving as a person, you know, as someone's wife. Like, she's grieving currently. Like, I understand that. Kind of like what Calvin was saying. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. No matter who speaks up for anything, you could find black marks on anybody about anything. So at what point do you just want us to sit down and shut up? What I'm saying is even if, okay, even if the game, right, and as fucked up as that nigga is, even if the game would say, show some respect to Lauren, she's grieving, she just lost the love of her life, and your comment was inappropriate, I'd have been like, okay, cool. I can agree with that. I can take your character flaws for what they are and who you are and still agree with the fact of what you said. Like the, the bottom line of what I'm saying. So it's a phrasing. Exactly. So once again, and I don't want to play. We're letting the messages get lost in the phrasing. But see, the message was a message of protection. Made, no, it was not. It wasn't too. What I'm saying is that the message was not about Lauren. It's about Nipsey. That's Nip's girl. It wasn't about Lauren because you could have just said her name. You could have just made it about her. And what I'm saying is that saying Nip's girl means that the only reason why she deserves protection and respect is because of her proximity to Nipsey, not because she's an actual woman grieving. And I, so I look at it, and maybe me and Kyle, because we've had conversations today that has been extremely frustrating about certain oh, shit. <laughs> but it's like, uh, so the comments were distasteful. Because she was grieving. So let's say Kodak Black made the same comment about like, man, like, Shorty just got out of a relationship and wait one to three years about fucking, I don't know, pick a random, about Tanache. You know what I'm saying? Made the same comments like, like, like Tanache did, you know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to wait one for a year while she, you know, get over. But Yo, like, insert but, anyone. Okay. For instance, insert me. Insert Alex. Okay, the niggas that were like found out I was divorced and then were in my inbox a week later are still just as foul. Like, bro, you're literally shooting at somebody who's going through something. That's 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 you know it's like vultures circling the fucking body. And, and, and it's I guess, gross. I guess, I guess the difference is is like, and I think the reasoning why people speak out is important too. So it's like, I know plenty plenty of people have. Have shot their shot after a breakup. I know the one of the one of the girls I'm talking to right now broke up with broke up with her nigga. And niggas was all in all in their all in her inbox before the breakup was even official because niggas was grimy. So it was like it's the evil world we live in. It's a, you know what I'm saying? Like there's been plenty of niggas who found their husband immediately after. <laughs> but like I look at it like with with this situation, it, it felt like if if niggas i think i go if niggas didn't speak out because there's like you know what i'm i'm not going to phrase this right or you know what I, I i'm living in my own glass house we talk about how silent we are cuz that happened many times like oh black men are silent and this is why the importance of not what you say but how you trying to say it and the fact that words mean things is so fucking important cuz if you don't want to be misinterpreted then you have enough educated bro we're talking niggas misinterpret our silence now no so hear me out. Hear me out. Because you're absolutely right. Niggas definitely have the option to not say a motherfucking thing. Right? But the people who are speaking out have enough people or should have enough people, enough wealth and enough access to make sure that message is right. And that's the problem that I'm having. People, like you say, okay, to be honest, my first thought is do no harm. Do no fucking harm. So if you know that what you're getting ready to say or may not know what you're getting ready to say is going to cause harm or uproar, I would prefer, me personally, I prefer you not say shit to me than offend me or be wrong. 
Especially that, and on the back end of things, if you're going to be wrong, okay. But if you can't stand the correction that comes with trying to get it right, then that's where the problem lies with me. Because I get it. All right. So say, for instance, the game has his own skeletons and and a history speaking about his sexual transgressions with other women who are now married and spoken for. Okay. All right. If the game, like I just said, would have came out and been like, Lauren, you know, Kodak, that's a woman who's grieving the loss of of her sanctuary, the love of her life. You need to back the fuck up and show that woman some respect and left it right there. As problematic as the game was, I would have agreed with him because right is right. But the fact that we're not talking about Lauren as her own woman, we're talking about Nip's girl, which means that you're referencing her proximity to this man, which is the only reason why you're making her valid. And that's the problem I'm having. Can I throw in a wrench in that? Just because great, great points, great points. They're all valid if we know everything. If we have all pieces of information and content, if we know the relationship, we know the inner, inner workings of those of all these people involved, great. What if Kodak doesn't even know Lauren London? But what if he has a relationship with Nipsey? Right? Uh, working, no, hold on. Working, professional, whatever, whatever you want to call it, you have this already established relationship with this person. So by having that relationship, you probably have a greater respect for that man than you have for this stranger that you may or may not know. And a lot, and, and, and what the shitty thing, the shitty thing a lot of so, it is, is that a lot of the rappers probably have a, they know Nipsey better than they know Lauren. Lauren. And that's, and that's, and so I don't think it's a. It's, but again, on, you're validating on, my no, point. No, 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 hold on. Let me finish where I was going with that first. Because where the game could have been going with that, once again, we don't know all this shit. Where the game could have been going with that is like, you know this nigga. This nigga, it could be your OG. He could be someone that's mentored you or offered you advice. You owe him more respect for that than this person you don't know. But what I'm saying is that, but we also know that that's, for me, when it comes to women, that's a very naive way of thinking about it. I mean, I feel like we're just fishing for intersectionality. I think, but no, are we? Yeah. Are we? Yes. Because, like I said, you make valid points, but they're only valid if that person, like, has a relationship with that person. Like, you can can say, all right, great, she's a woman, she's grieving, but to them, to their realm, that that may not hold the same weight it does to us. that's the issue that I have with the situation to begin with. That's my entire point. The only reason why Lauren London is deserving of respect is because her proximity to men. Proximity to man. So other men are only recognizing her as, only recognizing the fact that she deserves respect is because of the man that she represents. No one's saying... That's the thing, like, no one... No one's saying that she deserved to be disrespected regardless. Like, there's the same... And also the, the false narrative that niggas only spoke out. Niggas been speaking out against Kodak Black. But hell... And I do agree with that. And I do. Because I think a lot of times when it comes to Kodak Black, it's the loud minority who takes over that narrative when it comes to Kodak. Because the niggas I know understand exactly why nobody even, fucks with that even, nigga. Even in hip-hop, we, we, we just, it was just like a couple months ago where Ebro had that interview with Kodak Black about everything. And, and, and he wanted to go silent about it. And, he and left it, the interview. And it was, and it, we had, there's been, there's been plenty of Rappers in this industry, as well as black men in general, who have continued to speak out of uh, about Kodak Black through his rape allegations, through his through his conversation with through his uh, interactions with Young and May, through now. So there's there's and so I think a lot of people also there's certain things where it's like the straw that breaks the camel's back because again the interaction with Young and May is is one thing, but also Young and May does that to straight women all the time, where she she shoots at straight women and, and you know even blatantly straight, and so. 
And then the rape allegations are the rape allegations where some people ha- have different views as far as like, can you call a man a rapist if you haven't been convicted? I mean, shit, your type is straight women. Yeah, but consent is a thing. And so, and, <laughs> and that's the fine line because I do it. I have hit on a straight woman, and once she told me no, that was the end of that. Exactly. And so, and so, and so, I think a lot of it is. I think a lot of it, and it come a lot of the pushback comes from the fact that this it feels like. And correct me if I'm wrong. That niggas just want to be mad at black men for everything, and we, things, we things, things that things are that are valid as well as things that are not valid. And I'm always w- willing to take the heat for things that are valid, but like saying, it's like when when niggas finally check this person that you've been waiting for niggas to check. We didn't do it right enough, so it's, it's invalid as far as checking the nigga. I don't think, and I do hear what you're saying. First of all, let me acknowledge the fact that to the, to an extent, I agree. But what we're canceling him over when it just, it, I can't help but to feel like, okay, if this is what it took, parts of me are just like, cool, that nigga's up out of here. If that's what it took, that's what it took. But it's still for me like, that's what it took? Like, it's still, you know, for me, it is kind of disappointing because it's like, all but right. A, and, and, and we got to think about the culture yeah. that we're quote unquote canceling. And that's what I'm bit. saying. Hip hop culture. But why, but why no are we. No one's a white knight in hip hop. Why are we so protective of men we know are abusers? And that's my bigger question. It's, why it's, are we it's, so protective of men? And they're not abusing white women, they're abusing the women who have raised you and supported you. So a, why are we still protect, feeling the innate need to protect these women? So, first, a couple things. And I know we got to get out of here. And, and we were going to talk about the Beyonce Dark Community, but she got some damn nerve dropping when Game of Thrones and Game is coming anyway. First of all, um, we just just talks about intersectionality. Can I not have both? She got. Can I damn, not have both? She got some damn nerve. Can I not have both? But we're, so we're talking. So we're talking about a culture that intentionally houses criminals because that's the way the culture has been. Niggas talk about raping, not ra- not raping. Niggas talk about robbing, shooting, stabbing, killing. That's the culture. So that's that's, that, that's why niggas let Cardi B get away. It was like, well, y'all niggas rap about it too. That's why niggas let Cardi B get away with what she said. So we're already dealing with a culture that have, we're already dealing with a culture. You're shaking it's, my hand, but that, that's it's flawed. flawed. So, so I'm not saying that Blatantly, it's, it's, it's but glorified. You're, already, you're dealing with a culture that's full of already flawed ass niggas. Flawed ass, flawed ass niggas in general. Who well, are more likely to sympathize with other flawed ass niggas. The only thing I'm saying is that it's interesting what we finally blow the whistle on. And I'm not saying that the whistle shouldn't be blown. I'm just saying that it's interesting what we should pick and choose to be the final straw with shit. Y'all knew this nigga was a problem. Y'all knew. So, yes, am I not saying that the, okay, cool, hold that nigga accountable, cancel his ass, take all his artwork down, all that shit. What I'm saying is that I can also criticize the fact that it should have happened sooner. Because y'all can't sit here and say that you didn't know you turned a blind, you chose to be willfully ignorant. And that deserves the proper criticism. That's my that on that. It's, I will say this. It is a slippery slope uh, when we get to allegations without convictions. Because it's like, I, and, and I hate to bring up Jesse's name again, but it, the, the, the weird dichotomy of like who took what side, depending on the, 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 the subject that was in place, was wild. Because it was like, wild. Because it was like people who used to be like, let's wait to hear all the facts. Turned to like, nah, that nigga did it. And then people used to be like, no, that nigga got accused. No, that nigga did it. It was like, wait to hear all the facts. So it was was weird how that flipped. But it's like. But we know what the deciding factor in that. Because they were both black men we're talking about. One was gay, one was not. 
So let's let's just let's cut but, the but, but, but I'm the best. It was weird, but that that modifier flipped. Who was quote unquote on this side, not not, not on the side. Um, but with with Kodak, as far as like everything, but he, I think I think a lot of it is when it comes to a flawed community. Sometimes there is a straw that breaks the camel's back, and when we talk about like. Am I glad that the back broke? Yes. Am I also critical of what it took to break it? Yes. And they can coexist. And they do. And they do. I think the problem here is that in this situation, and honestly, I think this kind of applies to what we were going through today, was that this could be used as a learning situation. What needed to be happened, happened. Right. It wasn't how you want it to be happened. That part can be corrected. The, pro- the part that I have a problem with is that the entire, the entire process is being criticized and, you know what I'm saying, dropped down upon instead of like, okay, you, this is what happened. This is what you wanted to happen. Good. Thank you. But this is how it should be happening from now on. And there's no praise for the breaking the back. And I think the breaking, and you're right. And I, that part I do agree with. It's just with. criticism. But, but at the same time, you just said it. This has been the culture. This is the state of the culture that we that the hip hop culture is in. So yes, I'm going to criticize the system that y'all know is flawed. We know it's flawed. Mm-hmm. So we're okay. I'm going to praise you for finally taking action. It's called positive reinforcement. It's called constructive criticism, it's, and it's, we do it every day. You, you know how to work the system. It's called constructive criticism, and we got to get out of it. But it's called constructive criticism, and positive reinforcement, right? So if, if no matter what I do, I get yelled at, I'm just going to stop doing yeah, anything. But it's like, okay, I, I didn't like that it took at this point to finally get here. I didn't like that you guys did this, but okay, thank you for doing this. Now let's fix that. At least, niggas don't even say a thank you. We're just saying fuck you, and we're like, okay then, fuck not, me. That's never been my, my standpoint. Let but me make that's that clear. The greater, society. the greater picture, I can see where you're coming from. Because I've also, I mean, again, I've had conversations with my homegirls about being less and more. I want to be less of what I don't like and more of what I want. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you that's how you shift things. That's how you impl- Im- implement change for real, for real. Because if I stand over here and talk to you about what I don't want and this and the third, you're gonna be turned off. So if I tell you what my expectations are and this is how we meet them, then we got a better opportunity to meeting that goal together. Like, that's why I don't like getting into debates about the house. And, and I, I don't know. It frustrates me because I think everybody at the end of the day has the same goal. We argue over the semantics of it all. Because Kodak Black at the end of the day is canceled. Thank God. But do I have an issue with how we got here? Yeah. Do I think that it can get better? Yeah. Do I think there's hella more house cleaning to do? Absolutely. And we can absolutely start by canceling niggas from the root. These niggas don't get to be abusers and take my money. These niggas don't get to be problematic and take my money. They don't get, they don't get to be directly harmful and, and take my money. At some point, you have to draw that line. I agree. But it's your girl, Allie Nicole. Thank you so much, KB, for stopping by. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me again, y'all. Enjoy my time. Appreciate y'all, man. I actually, wait, excuse me. I didn't get to say my own personal thank you for the live show last week. I appreciated you guys. It has been absolutely overwhelming. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Alright, we out. Thank you guys.